Also, I love that um, we recorded a Comic-Con episode a week ago, and in that time, so much shit has changed. Oh, yeah. Nothing relevant to what we talked about, though, right? Uh, we mentioned Batgirl, but Batgirl was uh, like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's done. Not only that, I've read that they can write it off as a tax loss. The so, whole movie? Uh, like a huge chunk of it. Jesus but that means that they can never profit from it again, which means it has to be locked up and just never. They have to burn it, basically. So we'll never see it. Ever. What a waste of time and money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously. What I, changed? I heard, well, because probably a few things, and it might have been like behind the scene things. There's a lot of like theories. For one, like Flash getting delayed meant that they had to ask Ben Affleck to come back as Batman for Aquaman for Aquaman because Aquaman would have come out after the Flash when they would have they would have brought Keaton in from a different universe and made him like the Batman. So this is all Ezra Miller's fault, maybe. But by doing that, that could have also messed up Batgirl. There could have been continuity issues in Batgirl having to do with Michael Keaton being the Batman in that. Okay. Because I think Batgirl also would have come out before Flash. I don't know. That okay. uh, I'm speculating there. I think it would have come out like this Christmas or something like that. Shit. So it's either ask Ben Affleck again to redo all the Batman stuff, which is not just doing reshoots. That's also getting a huge actor, one of the biggest actors, yeah. to like be in this $70 million movie. So that's going to already bump up the budget a lot right reshoot all the batman stuff apparently like some test screenings i guess were very positive but others i read that they said that it looked really cheap that oh. the costumes looked really cheap <laughs> and it's like batgirl's costume can look cheap that's fine because she's kind of like it's kind of homemade right. a lot of times and i really like leslie grace uh she was in in the heights and i love in the heights it's like one of my favorite things so that was all super sad but I guess, I don't know. The thing is about like a major company like WB, if it means losing money, if it means making money, they'll do anything. Like it's a major company. Like don't act like Disney's any different. Like they'll fucking kill you. They don't care. Like they'll, they'll commit murder. They'll fucking kill you. If they can like profit off of profit it. off of it. Yeah. Like they're a major corporation. It's capitalism at its best. Like it doesn't matter whose feelings get hurt or what gets thrown to the wayside, whose time gets it's wasted. Just the bottom line. It's the bottom line. And if they're saying that, like, because they want their movies to be big, like the new crew, the new execs from Discovery, they want their movies to be like big time theatrical releases. They don't want to put it straight to streaming. And they don't think this movie is going to be big time. Right. So if they want to say that, plus, like, there's continuity issues. If, like, if they put it in theaters, they have to market it. So there goes an additional budget. Right. Right. Plus uh, more reshoots. And they can get some money back by calling a tax write-off. From a business perspective, it makes a lot of sense to just scrap it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like, from not a business perspective, it's like, just fix the movie and put it somewhere. And yeah, it might not be like a win, but like, are you driving subscriptions to HBO Max? Also, probably not. But like, I don't know. Like, I tweeted earlier, like, the fucking list of DC movies that have been canceled. A lot. Most it's of them. twice as long as the DC movies that have been made. It's insane. They're wasting so much money. It's like Nightwing, Deathstroke, Green Lantern, Core, Cyborg, Ben Affleck's Batman, uh, obviously Justice League sequels. There was supposed to be a Joker movie, like with 
that Joker. <laughs> um, there was supposed to be like a Harley Quinn and Joker movie, Gotham City Sirens, yep. New Gods, The Trench. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember hearing about it. Oh, my God. Anyway, we should start this episode. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the trench. I remember I was like, "You're gonna make a movie out of like that." The weirdest part of that. It's fine. Don't get me wrong. That part of the it was movie a cool, cool like horror sequence. Can it hold its own movie? No. I don't think so. <laughs> and do we need to see it in the DC universe? No. Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Where's Mephisto? Oh my god! Welcome to Films from the Phantom Zone, your podcast about failed and forgotten comic book movies, where we watch a forgotten superhero movie and decide does this belong in the Phantom Zone to be forgotten for forever. Or out and about for everyone to rewatch and remember fondly. My name is Ronaldo, and I'm joined as always by Berto. And uh, Berto, we would usually review. A, well, no, we are. We would usually watch a forgotten superhero movie. But what are we doing today? We are reviewing DC Super Pets. I think it's DC League of Super Pets. Le- I think it's DC. The, Le- I'm just gonna call it League of Super Pets. It's League of Super Pets. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about Batgirl. I might just leave all that in. Um. <laughs> So, the forgotten superhero movies we're supposed to be working on are the Incredible Hulk movies. We've recorded two of them. One of them is out. Check right. that episode out. Uh, but basically, a lot of stuff has come up in between. So, we did a Comic-Con episode. We reviewed Thor, Love and Thunder. We're reviewing this movie. And then, next, we're going to get back on the Incredible Hulk stuff. So, by the time, like, She-Hulk comes out, we'll be still in Hulk, which I think was kind of the plan anyway. Was to stretch these out, these five movies. Yeah. So uh, this will work, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to the show. We are streaming on Twitch. We stream all these episodes live on Twitch. So if you want to come out and hang out with us while we do this, you can do that. Twitch.tv slash films from PZ. You can hang out with me, Philly to the J, Arculus. Let's get started. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. First of all, I didn't realize that this was a Rock and Kevin Hart like <laughs> vehicle. <laughs> I didn't either until I first off saw the uh, Seven Bucks Films production, which is like The Rock's production company. Oh, is it? Yeah. He always talks about how he had seven bucks in his pocket when he started <sighs> off. He talks about that a lot. Um, <laughs> look, I look. if we can do a quick keeper cancel, two minutes. I like The Rock. I think he's like a cool guy. Right. You I think just, he's too much? I just don't think he's very genuine. Like I, I think he's constantly performing. You know, and it, it, I think it's all just like a facade. Like, huh. I, like he's probably nice. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing bad to say. It's just like every time he talks, I'm just like, all right, we get it. Like, we get it. Like, yeah, you're a big success. And he's always like, he'll be like in Toronto. And he's like, yeah, the last time I was here, I played for the Canadian Football League because I didn't make it in the NFL. And then I got cut here. And then I was really down and out on myself. But then you know what you guys happened? I took my fucking seven foot body and i became a wrestler just like my dad (laughs) oh cool we get it like you're a gajillionaire because you work hard like i don't know he's just kind of like he tries to turn everything to a motivational speech a little bit yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) i I get where you're coming from (laughs) i I, I like him too but i also don't like him if that makes sense that's that's how where i am yeah because i'm like okay like he just didn't feel that genuine (laughs) i don't know I know, I know we have some friends that are like big rock fans. That being said, though, he does great work in this movie. <laughs> I think, you know what I think he is, though? I think he's very charismatic, and I think that's worth a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't like how he's just now just cast in everything. 
He's in too much. People say Chris Pratt's and everything. No, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in everything. He is in everything, and I'm kind of over it. And he kind of ruins franchises because it kind of becomes like a Dwayne Johnson franchise when he joins. Mm-hmm. So it's he's just too much a main character. He yes. needs too much he, attention. He has too much gravity. But it's in his contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that being said, like he's been in things where I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like Moana. He's yeah. great in Moana. Yeah. And he's not the main character. Sometimes he's casted very well. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I read a stat that said, like, out of... Oh God, how did it go? It was like, this is how many Pacific Islanders are portrayed in Hollywood media, like Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. And 75% of them are played by The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> because I guess, like, they don't get a whole lot of representation, but the representation they do get... They just it's just it's the, rock. the rock. It's just the rock. Whether he's like in Fast and the Furious because his character is like Pacific Islander. Right. Right. Uh he's like Samoan, because I think he's he's part Samoan in real life. Yeah. They made his character Samoan. Or he's playing like fucking Maui. <laughs> you know, as a Samoan character. Like <laughs> it was it was something ridiculous, like seventy five percent of Pacific Islanders are played by the rock. That's insane. <laughs> It's stupid. <laughs> he has a monopoly on his people. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's do some background information before we talk about this movie. Uh, Crypto the Superdog. If I had to ask you, like, how old do you think Crypto the Superdog is? How, what would you say? I only remember the show that came out in, like, the 2000s. But I thought, like, he was around a little bit before that. I would have guessed, like, 80s. 1955. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> he is, like, a golden age character. Older than almost every Marvel character, by the way. Almost, because you know one of the main differences between Marvel and DC is that DC's mainline characters are all ancient, whereas Marvel's they really hit their stride in the seventies, the sixties and seventies. Sixties and seventies, yeah, yeah. You know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern—they're all from the fucking forties. Like, here's a Justice League. These are our pillars. Yeah, and, and build they it around. Still can't from get there. the movies yeah. right. I know. God, <laughs> let's not divulge into that. Whereas Marvel's like, yeah, Spider-Man's from like the 60s, Iron Man's from the 60s. Yeah. Captain America's old. Because Captain America's old. Um, Namor, Fantastic yeah. Four and X-Men are all, a little older, too. No, they're from 60s also, right? I thought they were like 50s. We talked about that. Uh, we, just, we did X-Men episodes and we talked a lot. Anyway. 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 Uh, uh, yeah, 60 sounds right. Crypto actually. Superdog, Adventure Comics number 210 in 1955. Uh, he has a lot of lore, a lot of comic book. Jeez, um, I love lore. <laughs> there's different versions of crypto. The original crypto is what this crypto is based on, right? So on Krypton, parallel evolution led to the emergence of analogous species to Earth, cats, birds, dogs, etc. Uh, so basically... All of our animals. They have to, yeah. It's just kind of a, a fancy way of saying like, yeah, they have dogs also on Krypton. Um, <laughs> They're Kryptonian dogs. Yeah. So as explained in his first appearance, Crypto was originally the toddler Kal-El's dog uh, while they were on Krypton. Jor-El, testing prototypes for the rocket, would eventually send Kal-El to Earth, uh, decided to use Crypto as a test subject. Horrible. That's all fucked up. Horrible. Jesus. This is 1950s Jor-El. thinking. Yeah. 1950s thinking where it's like, oh, yeah, just like give the dog whatever food. Who cares? Make him sleep in a dog house outside. No, we treat dogs so differently now. <laughs> like my dog is my daughter. Right. <laughs> As it should be. 
Uh, <laughs> however, Crypto's rocket was knocked off course. Even worse. Uh, the rocket drifted through space for years until it was eventually landed on Earth. How did he get the results of this test? He didn't. If he I, just shot him out into space. I guess like the planet's blowing up and he's like, fuck it. Next rocket my son's going into. <laughs> so eventually it lands on Earth where Crypto is reunited with the now teenage superhero Superboy. So basically like in the comics, it's the same thing as uh, Supergirl where she's in suspended animation for longer. So when she comes back, she's younger than Superman, although she was originally older. Yeah. That makes sense. That's how Superman has like a grown dog that was the, around when he was an infant. <laughs> uh, yeah. When he's a grown man. <laughs> yeah. Something this movie did at Crypto that I thought was kind of messed up in the beginning was Crypto is trying to get into the pod with Cal. Jor-El's like, no, Crypto, stay here. It's like, why? Why not? So yeah. We can, so we can die with you? Yeah. Like, Let the dog go. And he was what, so fucking cute. Was... <laughs> so the movie starts and it's just like. It's a baby and a puppy, and they're cuddling, and I think I almost cried. It and, was and then so the fucking planet cute. blew up. Well, yeah, sure. Well, that's kind of implied. I don't think they showed it, did they? Yeah, they showed it. Oh, sweet. Never mind. <laughs> Metal. They showed fuck. the whole Superman origin <laughs> again. Uh, oh, oh, real quick. I had a really weird experience watching this because I was I was walking my beautiful dog Kaya, who's often making noises in the background of the show. Mm-hmm. So I ate something real quick before I went to go see the movie. And so I put on an episode of Harley Quinn and it's an, are you, have you watched that show? I definitely seen season one. I thought I saw season two, but then I started season three and there was stuff in the recap. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh. So I guess I didn't watch season two. Did you watch Mr. Freeze episode? Is that in season two? Uh-huh. The no. Okay. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's a great episode uh, on its own. It seems to be kind of a love letter to the Mr. Freeze episodes in uh the batman the animated series okay so the AKA good stuff his reintroduction like his re kind of that was the uh reinvention of that character so when he came back as a more serious character yeah actually very serious um character. this puts a this episode of harley quinn actually kind of like concludes that story with uh mr freeze and his wife anyway there's a random character in that episode he's a wedding venue worker random fucking character anyway played by alfred molina <laughs> like amazing actor playing this small role. I so I'm watching this and he's like the last person to say anything in this show. Like you see him at the very end or whatever. Right. Uh again, Afro Molina. I turn the show off, I get in my car, run over to movie theater, walk in, movie starts. Right? It was very quick. The first words spoken are by Jorel, played by Alfred Molina. <laughs> and so I had this really weird experience where I was like watching a DC animated thing with Alfred Molina and then I went to this other DC animated thing with Alfred with Molina. Alfred Molina and it was back to back and I'm like this is this is weird. What's weird is that it was Alfred Molina and it wasn't Dr. Otto Octavius. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like he's or, not, he was in two DC things. <laughs> yeah. How many lines does he have in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Like two? Oh, yeah. And then he dies. He dies very quickly. That was an early role for him, though. <laughs> There's an all-star cast in this movie. We're going to talk about it in a minute. But uh, so this crypto ends up. Uh, so I'm talking about the comic book origins again. This crypto ends up on Earth. And because he's still Kryptonian, even though he's a Kryptonian dog, the same rules apply to him as due to Superman. So the Earth's yellow sun gives him the same powers as it does Superman. So mm -hmm. he's super strong. He can fly, yada, yada. You get it. Also, he has like more 
acute senses because he's a dog, even though he's still he's a super dog. So like <laughs> even though Superman can hear across like the entire world, Crypto can hear better. <laughs> better across the entire world. He can hear better than Superman. He can smell better than Superman. So he's just better in he's every just, way. Like sensory, he's still better because dogs are better than humans. Yeah. At sensory things, right? Uh, also, this version of Crypto has super canine intelligence, uh, approximately human level, though his canine traits and interest still present. So that's exactly what we see in this movie where, like, he can talk, but then all animals can actually in this movie. Yeah, they all talk to each other. So I guess it doesn't really matter. But, like, this version of Crypto, like, he has human intelligence, but he still has, like, canine instincts. Yeah. Which is, I think, is pretty and He still funny. wants to, like, play fetch and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the comics expressed this via thought balloons, indicating that Crypto was thinking. Um, now, there's another. There's like two more versions of Crypto uh, because there was several continuity resets in, in DC Comics on like Marvel. <laughs> yeah, DC's done it several times. Yeah. So DC will just reset the universe. Everything. Yeah. yeah like everything start brand new. Whereas Marvel will be like, Remember no. Remember this thing that happened in the 60s? We're uh we're making a sequel to that in twenty <laughs> yeah fifteen. But actually, it happened kind of differently than you remember. And actually, like Marvel the, retcons the DC years hard resets. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. So like, there's a different version of crypto where like he was like created by Brainiac as a whole thing, but this crypto has all the physical abilities of the original crypto, so he can still fly or whatever. But he still has a normal canine intellect, and so that becomes problematic for Clark Kent the dog owner who has a super dog who doesn't know that he's a super dog because he's still a dog. Oh jeez. So unlike smart crypto who like knows he has these superpowers yeah, or whatever. This is dumb crypto. Like this is dog crypto basically who like scratch out a door to indicate he wants to go out and unintentionally just like knock it off his yeah, hinges. Yeah, just destroy and... it. And he's like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> and it's hard for Superman to like keep him in check. Jeez. Um, that's all I really want to talk about crypto. Ace the Bat Hound. Do you want to take another gander at when Ace the Bat Hound is introduced? <laughs> I'm going to guess this is very early also. Yeah, same year. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. 50s. I think they just double dipped it. They're like, all right, Batman needs a dog too. <laughs> Superman gets a dog. Batman gets a dog. I think Ace the Bat Hound was much more. It's much easier because it's Batman doesn't have superpowers, so you can you don't have to go through this convoluted thing of like, yeah, Superman's dog has superpowers. He's just, He's just like Superman's dog that Batman dresses up, I guess. Well, okay, well, there's an explanation for that. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, Batman just has a dog. Like that's it, and mm. he just has a dog. There this it is, is my dog, Alfred. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need to know. But anyway, uh, Ace is a German Shepherd dog originally owned by uh, a so and so. Uh, he was found by Batman and Robin after his master was kidnapped by a gang of counterfeiters. Counterfeiters uh, kidnap people? I, I guess in 50s Batman they do. All right. Uh, Batman uses uses Ace to locate the guy. But because Batman had already placed a large number of lost dog announcements for Ace in his civilian identity of Bruce Wayne, he was concerned that anyone recognizing Ace would then make the connection between Bruce Wayne and Batman. This is so 50s Batman. Uh, <laughs> so I'm guessing he's like, all right, I have to give Ace a disguise now. Correct. God. Uh, to forestall that problem, he hastily improvised a hood-like mask for the dog that incorporated the bat emblem as a dog tag dangling from Ace's collar. 
Uh, yeah, so he wears like a domino mask sometime also. <laughs> that's that's extra. <laughs> um, christened the Bat Hound, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, he was in Batman Beyond. He was, But he was a great Dane in Batman Beyond. Okay. I remember him in Batman Beyond. Same. Vaguely. Because yeah. he wasn't, he didn't have a dog in the first series. Yeah. He was just Bruce's dog mm-hmm. in retirement. We haven't seen any live action appearances of either of these animals. I would. I don't fucking, think we need to. I disagree. I would fucking love it if the next time we see Batman, he just has a dog. That's all. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to. Like he just has a dog him. at home. He's just, there's the dog. I could see, and he's the, just like down ace. That's it. I can see them doing that with like the Robert Pattinson Batman. Maybe not Batflick. Oh, I, I don't even think about Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could see Batflick doing it. I'm just saying, you know, if you ever, if, if we go down that path, we do yeah. a Justice League or we do Or anything. like some joke in a movie where it's like, oh, Bruce, you should really get a dog. Uh, no, 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 I don't like that. Don't make jokes. Just have the dog Don't there. make jokes. Just do it. I know. When Henry Cavill Superman comes, they go and adopt a dog. He doesn't yeah. have to be a Kryptonian dog. I know that's a whole thing. That'd be way too much retconning. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be insane. But just he adopts a dog and it looks like crypto. He names it crypto. That's all you need to do. I think that'd be so fucking cool. <laughs> that's just me. I'm a dog person. All right, so let's get into it. No spoilers. Whatever. Like, there's not that much to spoil. Is so, there, like, is there anything to spoil? Maybe, maybe not. So just you, whatever. Just talk freely. What do you like? Do you like this movie? What do you think? I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was a very cute, wholesome movie. Yeah. It was actually pretty sad at times. It's like a fun little afternoon, like a little. Yeah. It's just no, a fun like, time at the movies, is, honestly. This is like a great example of a very well-made children's film. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say to like describe can, it. It's so fun. Can I just say, and I haven't seen the last two Pixar movies. I haven't seen Turning Red and I haven't seen Lightyear. I'm going to watch Lightyear. I'll watch Lightyear when it comes on Disney+. Plus. It's coming very soon on Disney+, Plus if it's not yeah. already out. I didn't see Turning Red. I think Sable saw it. Does she like it? I saw the one before it, which is the Italian boys one. What's that one called? Luca. Luca. I love Luca. But Pixar movies. I feel like they've kind of fallen off recently. Are a little too, and I don't mean this in a bad way. They're a little serious. You know, like they're like a Pixar. Yeah. They're written like, like it's a live action film. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. Don't get me wrong. It just feels like Pixar movies have to be about something. Like they need these big themes. It needs like a deep meaning in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And like characters that are like flawed but they were tortured and yeah but they represent like this like very specific cultural niche and like this whole experience and it's like that's all great don't get me wrong but like at the same time when you're making an animated movie shouldn't also be like fun i think it should be yeah and uh, I remember, incredibles i, I know but saying. even that was pretty serious the old stuff some of the old stuff it's like you look you go back and it's like i think the balance was a little bit different like the back first then. toy story or a bug's life bug's life yeah. yeah all that shit was a lot of finding nemo like all that shit was a lot of fun mm. where i feel like now it's like they're taking themselves too seriously i think they're, i think that's what's happening yeah, yeah. Right, pixar i look at this and i'm like this doesn't in no way take itself too seriously at all no it, and, and it's all the better for it oh my god this is just like a very light romp it's very meta. Makes fun of itself a lot. It. I think it's longer than Venom. Oh, <laughs> is it really? It might be. <laughs> and Morbius. Really uh, it's <laughs> funny. It's cute. It's predictable, but like also it's not like it's it's very straightforward and like that's okay. Sometimes it's a family movie, and I mean that in the best way. Like kids are gonna love this. 
But if you're a DC fan, you're going to love this too, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in here. There's a lot of references. There's a lot of like... There's appearances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's callbacks to all kinds of DC stuff. Movies, comics, TV, like... It's not afraid to make fun of itself. No, it's so much fun, I think. Yeah. I. It's one of those things like... Sometimes I get annoyed at the, the idea of like, we have to make fun of Batman and Superman because like... They're such classic characters. They've been done to death. And now all that's left is to make fun of them. You know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but they've also gotten their due. Like, they've gotten a ton of shit. Like, we've gotten so many Batman series, like, even animated. That are incredible. That are amazing. Go back and watch those. But, like, like this and Harley Quinn, they both make fun of Batman a lot. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I get it. The, but it's fun. The humor in, in this was more in vein with, like, the Lego movie. Oh, and that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes fun of Batman yeah. a lot. The Lego Batman movie makes fun of Batman a lot. <laughs> Which, the Lego For Batman movie is actually yeah. a pretty good Batman movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but overall, yeah, I really like this. Let's get into the cast because... This I, is a good cast. Oh, it's all-star. But I think the original trailers and posters like really kind of shut off the Justice League more. And obviously, the Justice League are like secondary characters. Yeah, they're not the main characters at all. No, right. Like, they're in this. They're there. Great. We get a uh, cool action scene with them, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. this is like the Pets movie. Yeah. Right. So, the Justice League is played by. Uh, we have Superman played by John Krasinski. Great. It's great. Yeah. He, he, he does he's really, a good voice he does really actor, good. actually. Yeah. I quite like that. I don't know if he's done a lot of voice work. I think he does like some commercials. He does. You're right. Um, Some insurance. That insurance. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the only thing I can think of. Yes. Keanu Reeves as Batman. (laughs) That was kind of great. He puts on a serious voice, too. Yes. Well, that's the thing. He's playing. Edgy Batman. He's playing a very sarcastic Batman. Yeah. Like sarcastic, meta sarcastic. Not that. The character sarcastic is that we're this is yeah. a, it's a no, like they'll be in a take. scene he'll he'll all, all of a sudden be like I miss my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Marin is Lex Luthor. I didn't recognize his voice, but after I saw that, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. He has a podcast. He was also the guy in um that female wrestler show. What's it called? Glow. Glow. Yeah, he's the guy. Okay, he's like the manager. Uh, but he's had a pot. He's like an OG podcaster. He's- he's, he has a very strong voice yeah did you know <laughs> olivia wilde was lois lane i didn't know that me neither she was barely in it so like i didn't really catch it but <laughs> yep that was her huh. um wonder woman's played by jamila jamil don't really know her but um jermaine clement plays arthur curry aquaman <laughs> i love him john early as uh the flash david diggs as cyborg love david diggs he's from um uh, hamilton all right also he's like a singer and a rapper. Um, <laughs> Dasha Polanco as Jessica Cruz Green Lantern. I know her, but I don't know where I know her from. And I can't click on this because it's not a link. So I didn't know anything about Jessica Cruz. Oh, I did. Because she is the Green Lantern in Rebirth. Okay. Actually, so she was a Green Lantern introduced in the New 52. But then by Rebirth, for whatever reason, I don't quite... I didn't get the background because I'm not a huge Green Lantern fan. Right. Uh, she and another Green Lantern share the same lantern. Like, for whatever reason, huh. the lantern and the ring got duplicated. And so now Earth has two lanterns. So That's cheating. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so for the beginning, and I, I didn't read a whole lot of Rebirth. I read, like, the first few issues. Uh-huh. Uh, for the first 
at least for the first like few months, the Justice League has two Green Lanterns in it. Hmm. And it's one is Jessica Cruz. Okay. Uh, so she's she's on the newer side. All right. But she, but she, no, she's not like an original character or anything like that. Okay. Because I was like, who is? I I also don't really follow DC comics uh-huh. like that. So she also like has like a really cool eye thing. Like in her costume, her mask like covers like one eye. Uh huh. And I don't know. I don't remember if they did that in the movie or not. I don't think they did. She looks pretty badass in the comics, honestly. Huh. But uh, I don't know if she's like the main Green Lantern now, and the other guy like disappeared, or uh, I don't know. Right. Or they they just kind of picked her at random. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the pets. So the pets, obviously, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Crypto, uh, and Kevin Hart as Ace. I love that these two guys are like friends. <laughs> They have great they chemistry. They do a lot of stuff together. Do a lot of shit together. For good reason. Like, they have a lot of good chemistry. Yeah. It's gotten to that point, though, like we were saying, like, I feel like they do too much together to the point where I'm like, all right. It's like a... How many uh, more projects can you do? Like an Adam Sandler thing. Oh, kind of. I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> it's just Adam Sandler and his friends in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's more like a bit with Adam Sandler. It's, it's almost like they're putting on plays together, you know? like And they're just getting paid for it. <laughs> And they're uh, just kind of just going on vacation, which is why they yeah. always shoot all of their movies on location. Oh, no. he Adam Sandler does that on purpose. He <laughs> wants... He uses movies as an excuse to pay for vacations. He's smart. He's a smart guy. He doesn't give a shit, dude. He does not no, give a shit. And the thing is, his movies make money, and they're usually pretty low budget. They're pretty bad, too. <laughs> his 90s stuff was a lot better, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, so Kevin Hart, um, I thought he was great. I honestly really do like Kevin Hart. Uh, out of all his specials, there was one that I thought was like pretty bad, and the rest are really funny. I think overall, yeah, I like Kevin Hart overall quite a bit. Yeah, Kate McKinnon as Lulu, the guinea pig, the villain. <laughs> uh, there were some points in the movie where like her voice sounded kind of weird, like her mic was like fucked up or something. Oh, really? I I just noticed it. I was like, that sounds odd. Oh, I didn't get that at all. Huh. Or maybe her voice is just weird. I don't know. I mean, she's she's done a lot of voice work. And she's done a lot of acting, Kate McKinnon. Mm. Uh, Vanessa Bayer as uh, the pig. (laughs) PB. Do you know who she is, Vanessa Bayer? She was an SNL. I'm sure if I see her, I'll know who it is. Okay, I'll tell you right now. She's in I Think You Should Leave. Oh, she does the like the Instagram skit. Yep, 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 yep. yep. (laughs) At brunch with these pig dicks. <laughs> and I'm the fattest one of them all. Uh, which is appropriate because she plays a fat pig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who can change sizes, actually? She can get big or small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Natasha Leone as the red-haired the, slider with super speed. The turtle? Oh, that's a turtle. Yeah. Okay. Don't know her. Sorry. Uh, Diego Luna as Chip, the squirrel. That's Cassian, right? Yes. Yeah. That's Cassian Andor. I love Diego Luna. He's also the guy in um, Book of Life. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I freaking love Diego Luna. Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. Sonic were, himself? Yeah, were the <laughs> guinea pigs. Uh, the, I actually really like the guinea pigs. <laughs> guinea pigs are funny. But we have Spanish class every miraculous. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great that they were like, I mean, I guess we're going to work for her. She freed us, but also like, we don't want to be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that they they both like end up ditching her and becoming like yeah, one Justice was like ice friend. and the other was fire and then by the end of the movie he's just like dripping water. <laughs> well, because they're always like they're like high fiving them, being like ah. <laughs> uh, I thought they were good. 
Keith David plays Dog L, Crypto's dog. He has a very recognizable voice. Yes. If you know this guy, then you know this guy. Yeah. If you know this guy, you know him. Um, even if you don't know him, you've probably heard him before because he voice acts in almost everything. Oh, Lena Headey was in this? By the um, Offered Molina, I mentioned. Oh, yeah. Lena Headey was... Uh, oh, my God. Yvette Laura. Nicole Brown was in this. She's from uh, Community. Oh. Keith David was in... Uh, he was in Community. A season of yeah. Community, yeah. He was uh, the new professor. Yeah. He's in, like, everything. Oh, God. He's in The Flash. He's in Adventure Time. He, his iconic voice. He voiced voice. Spawn. Yeah. Princess and the Frog. Gargoyles. He plays the Arbiter in Halo. He plays Captain Anderson in Mass Effect. I know that just off the top of my head. Two Riddick movies. Oh yeah, he's in he's in so many things. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, I don't really have a whole lot written down other than I guess I really like this movie. Did you notice? Actually, you know what? Let's go over to our little categories. We're doing spoilers also, so spoilers as of now, I guess. Cool. Let's see story. I. It was a simple story. It's simple and like again, it's kind of predictable. Like, like you know, the guinea pig's gonna be the villain when she's like talking about world domination. She's like recede into the shadows, maintain recede eye contact. into the shadows, <laughs> maintain eye contact. <laughs> but it's like that's fine. She's it's like a fine. dorky villain. Yeah, we don't need a big surprise. Yeah, uh, I like that every pet admires a Justice League character. Yeah, I like this movie. Doesn't it's like a plot that doesn't need to be set in a grander comic book universe, but I think it does well doing so. It does. You know, and it made me think of like, should there be more movies like this? Should there be movies set in like the Marvel universe or the DC universe that don't necessarily have to do with like superheroes or those characters or. Uh, They tried some stuff like that. They experimented a little with the DC, maybe not the DC like EU, but they had that show powerless. It's just was about that? um, it's about people that work at like a. Oh yeah, it's like the equivalent of like an insurance company. Or well, something I remember for they like... were gonna do that, and they were gonna do a damage control show, and that never happened. Yeah, and then they made damage control like super serious in the MCU, right? <laughs> Which I I think is gonna be related to, I guess not Armor Wars because that's not coming out until forever, but maybe uh Secret Invasion. Maybe yeah, that DC show Powerless. I think it only lasted one, maybe two seasons. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of like Miss Marvel. We we're just talking about Miss Marvel and Where's Mephisto, but it's like. A lot of that show felt like it just not superhero related until then it was superhero related. It's the like, superhero related stuff might have been the worst part of that show. Well, too. that's what I'm saying. Like, wait, yeah. if you if you re-edited that show to just be about like Kamala Khan, the high school student who's obsessed with like Avengers, and there's Avengers stuff in the background, would that work on its own as just like a teenage drama? It's hard to say until somebody actually does it. Not gonna happen. But no. I'm saying like yeah. this movie kind of made me think about that. I'm like, oh, what if this was just like a like a silly little pet's movie but it just happens to be set in the dc universe oh and there's superman that's kind of what happened it is that's what i'm saying it's kind of what happened the justice league was a little more directly involved with this movie though yeah uh but i like that like just like randomly it's like oh there's lex luther and he's got a diabolical plan he's hovering an asteroid above her metropolis (laughs) and it's like the justice league have to go save the day (laughs) yeah plot's very like you said, predictable, simple, but fun. You know what I like? I like that the Justice League have a direct line. <laughs> you can just call them. Yeah. And it's, oh, and then it's like, if this issue's on Earth 1, press 1. Yeah. If it's on Earth 2, press 2. <laughs> uh, I love those little meta jokes. That's great. 
And Lois was on the phone for a while waiting for that. So what earth are they on? It's not one or two. <laughs> well, okay. See, here's the thing already. They're paying closer attention to cross-platform continuity than Marvel is. Because Marvel is saying the MCU is 616, even though the comic books are 616. Whereas this is like, this isn't Earth 1. This is probably this Earth, is not like Earth two. 387. Yeah. Are they basically saying like, yeah, all DC things are related in their own multiverse together instead of Marvel, which is like, there's the multiverse, but there's also this other multiverse, which is the comic books. They're, like, like, they, they're separate multiverses. Yeah, they're separate yeah. multiverses, basically. Yeah. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that, actually. Throughout the story, though, we learn a little bit of the background, at least for Ace. And it's kind of sad. Oh, yeah. That made me so fucking sad. Yeah. I think I almost cried there, by the way. I actually did. I had a tear. The thing is, if you're a dog owner, especially, if you're a pet owner, for sure. But a dog owner specifically, like, you are going to resonate with a lot of stuff in this movie, I think. Yeah. Because it's, it's a lot about, so, like, the main kind of plot is that, like, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to see this movie, actually. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like the main plot is, like, Superman and Lois are getting more serious. So what does that mean for crypto? And it's a classic story, like, the dog and the owner, they're rela- or, like, a kid, even, and their dad, their relationship is going to change when the stepmom comes involved. Right. right? And that's kind of what they're playing at, is, like... Because n- now all of the attention can't go to, yeah, you know, crypto. Last time to go on walks. I love when they go on their walks. Walk they, o'clock. Yeah, they walk o'clock. And they fly around Metropolis, basically. <laughs> Fight villains. <laughs> they do. Oh, man. They, they do the classic Superman extends his body through the train tracks, but then Crypto's doing it, too. Yep. All that stuff was so cute because it, it has so much built-in just, like, meta references. Like, these are all things that Superman has done. Or, you know, I think that's from, like, a Fleischer cartoons. Yeah. And oh, I think it, his costume is, too. This is very like classic Superman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anytime they showed Superman, they played the dun, 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 John Williams dun, 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 themes. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. They did the same with Batman. Also, they played the uh, Danny Elfman. But it 89. works in this, unlike in Justice League. Correct. Joss Whedon's Justice League. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Because <laughs> here it's just a fun throwback. This is a cartoon. Like, yeah. I guess it's whatever. It's not taking itself seriously yeah. at all. Although the costume for Batman is more reminiscent of uh, Rebirth. Costume because okay. he has like the inverted his colors. face was weird. Batman's head was his neck hot. was really strange, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he almost like didn't have one. Yeah, I thought it was a bit strange. It's, it's a cartoon, it's just how it's drawn, but yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite pet? I like the turtle, I like the turtle because he kept on saying shit and fuck. <laughs> what really did it? The part where he goes, like, Where the beep am I? <laughs> Oh shit! I missed that one. I noticed twice there were. There was like, two, I can't see shit. Yeah, there, there was two times where it's, where it's, she said, yeah. "I can't see shit," and then it gets bleeped out. The first time it did it, that caught me by surprise, and it, I just, I, the whole theater started laughing. It actually. didn't. Wait, she said shit for no, real? No, no, no. Like it, w- the first time it happened, and they bleeped it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it I got caught bleeped me every by time. Surprise. Yeah, me too. And. I thought I laughed so loud. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Like the theater just erupted in laughter because it was so unexpected. <laughs> that was a great gag. And the other one was like she like runs. It's when they're like fighting for the first time. She messes up and she just runs way past everything. And she's like out in the field or something. She goes, where the fuck am I? <laughs> I loved her. <laughs> uh, I love the squirrel. I love the Luna. I think Ace was my favorite, though. OK. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had the most backstory he had and backstory he had believable character i think like yeah. 
he's fighting for like his fellow pets. Yeah. Like he'll do anything for them. And I thought that was very cute. Because dogs love unconditionally. Hi there, I do. <laughs> Uh, oh, anytime they talk about dogs, it just made me think about my dog. It made me think about Kaya, and I got sad. Oh, and happy all like, at the same time. <laughs> the cat was like super cute, but like evil. <laughs> Which oh the, yeah, the kitten's like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> <laughs> like big like eyes and everything. <laughs> God, like super cute, but like diabolical. That's Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> the characters in this movie are great. Yeah, Ace's backstory just made me think about like, like big dogs, like Rottweilers, mm-hmm. uh, Great Danes. Actually, Great Danes are real soft animals. Yeah, like we're like pit bulls, like just like very misunderstood dogs that like really need care and attention. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, they they can be a hazard. And the fact that he was just so quickly discarded, yeah, that just makes me sad. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, when he said he'd do it again, it's the worst day of his life, but he'd yes, still do it again. He would do it again because he would he do saved anything the kid. for the he kid. He saved the kid, but I'm gonna fucking cry, man. I'm gonna but, cry right now. <laughs> I mean, he's a dog, so obviously he can't grab the kid. The kid's about to yeah. fall down the fucking stairs because the parents left the gate open. Yeah, no, fuck those parents. <laughs> <laughs> and then he grabs the kid and pulls her out of the way, but in doing so, you know, he bit her and made her bleed. Ugh. <sighs> It's just a horrible misunderstanding. Oh, it's so bad. I can't wait to watch this movie again with Kaya on HBO Max. Like, I'm going to do that. Oh, my God. Uh, the animation, cinema, I was, you usually say cinematography, but the animation, I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it looked really nice, I thought. Some of the characters um, looked a little silly, but, I mean, it's intentional. So yeah, It's one of those where it's like 3D animation has now become like, it's become more stylistic. Or yeah. For a while, it was trying it to be realistic. Really- like Polar Express, yeah, Ooh. yeah, and that Chippendale movie made fun of that whole era of <laughs> right characters. <laughs> I love that or movie. Be- Beowulf, yeah, Beowulf was a weird one though because it was so close to looking real because they was used it? real actors. Yeah, I think that was like the first motion capture movie. Yeah, yeah, and it was just uncomfortable to look at. But I also remember liking the movie. I, don't I know. didn't like it. Well, that movie came out like while. What, Oh seven. Oh seven. Okay. Uh, because I was a senior in high school and we were simultaneously studying Beowulf. Oh okay. like it, it just it was a coincidence. Like yeah. I was I was in AP lit and it was like Beowulf time. Mm. So the movie comes out and like I obviously went to see it because I'm very I was very fresh on it. And I forgot I, I don't remember. It now. changed a lot of stuff. It changed it, a lot. Oh, I, think, yeah. I think like Grent like Grendel's mom isn't in it or something. Grendel's mom is in it. Or Grendel is, it? is Grendel's mom. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. And Grendel's, Grendel's in, it. in it. Yeah. But they changed some other stuff that was like major. I think so. I don't remember much of the story, but it's like the bones of it were there, but Yeah. It has that weird Austin Power sequence where he's naked, but they don't want to show his dick. So they keep on putting stuff in front of it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's weird. Just show it. At, well, the, it, at that point, if if, you're, is this supposed to be a comedy? Because this is a comedy bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he like keeps tonally, to standing in front. Of, yeah, yeah. Tonally, it was a bit off because that's an Austin Powers bit where he's walking Deadpool around naked. Did a naked fighting scene. It was super serious about it. The first Deadpool movie. Oh he's yeah, 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 fighting in the fire. <laughs> he's just naked. Yeah, but it, but it works because they they played it serious because it was a serious moment. Right. But if <laughs> even it's, though that's a comedy movie, yeah. eh. I'm just saying Deadpool did it better than Beowulf. Yeah. <laughs> Acting. Yeah, they're all great. Fantastic. Fantastic. No complaints at all. They they got all the best actors. What do you want? <laughs> like, what's there to say? They got A list. A list top down where like 
there are actors who carry their own franchises in like minor roles. Like Ben Schwartz, he's Sonic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's Sonic now. And he's like this random little guinea pig. No, he was. Was he the guinea pig? Oh, yeah, he was. He was. He, he was. was like, he was one of the fire or ice ones. Or both. No, because I, I read both. Act- There's two actors. Oh, it's uh, okay. I just read it. He was, anyway, he was one of them. Talk about the music. Nothing to talk about costumes. Oh, so Thomas think... Middleditch. He's the guy from uh, yeah, that HBO show Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's like the main main character. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, uh post credits. There's two post credit scenes, and I had a feeling. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna get up. I'm just gonna sit here and and hang out on my phone because there's gonna be something, right? Yeah. The first one is about the villain, the girl, the guinea pig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate, Mi- Kate, Kate. Lulu? Kate McKinnon. Oh. Kate McKinnon's <laughs> character. Yeah, Lulu. Uh, she gets found by... Lex's assistant? Oh, yeah, uh, Mercy Graves. Yeah. So she finds him. She finds her, and they're both like, yo, fuck Lex. Yeah, cool. Is that sequel bait, you think? I'd watch. I more think it of has these. the potential to be. Yeah, I'd watch like ten more of these. Yeah, it's like easy. It's like potentially sequel bait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd watch spinoffs. Make make a make a make a Batman and Ace movie. Make another like a Superman and Crypto movie. I'd watch all these fucking. Yeah. Justice League and ver- Justice League versus Justice Pets. <laughs> or League of Super Pets or whatever. I'd watch that. <laughs> like, just fucking make whatever, like yeah. make a whole franchise. Kids are gonna eat that shit up. I I kind of hope this becomes a franchise. Yeah. But I hope it doesn't like dip in quality. No, of course. So yeah, uh, second post credit scene is just like this big meta sandwich. This one was a weird surprise. I thought it was fun though. I thought it was hilarious. Uh yeah. Uh so it was just super, so Superman and Crypto are just hanging out in the park. Whatever. Remember, Crypto is played by the Rock, and then Anubis who is this Egyptian-looking dog, shows up, also played by The Rock, and he is Black Adam's dog. And then Black Adam shows up, also played by <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> also played by The Rock. Because The Rock plays Black Adam in live action, yeah. and him and uh, he and Superman have like a square-off. They're just kind of staring. <laughs> well, Black Adam seems to be doing the square-off. Like, Superman's just like, oh, hi, Black Adam. <laughs> I don't remember what they said to each other, but... Not a lot. It's mostly uh, Anubis and Crypto talking. Yeah. And it's... So it's The Rock talking to The Rock. And... Next to The Rock. They're just having, like, an <laughs> argument about anti-heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Crypto's like, you kind of seem like a villain. He's like, no, he's not a villain. He's an anti-hero. <laughs> it's like, we make our own rules, and then we break them. Oh, yeah. And then Crypto's like, ah, oh, it sounds kind of villainous. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious, and he's and he's just another failing of DC from a fucking uh, uh, marketing perspective. Is that like you should have sh- like as we said last week, you should have shown this at Comic Con. Yeah, you should have done something. The Rock plays both roles, and you played it for laughs in this movie, so it's something you've considered, or at least the people who made this movie have considered. Yeah, like you should have done a Super Pets panel. You could have brought out all the people. Who are probably already at Comic Con? The people who are there for different movies, yeah. probably some of these people. This were movie there. deserved so much better than it's getting right Didn't now. Did Keanu Reeves go to a Comic Con a few years ago and he talked about Berserker and he talked about or not Berserker, the other video game he's in? Uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah, yeah. And like John Wick, like fuck, just like put these people together. 
I don't know. Do something else. Yeah. They didn't market this movie much. Yeah. Like, and, again, there were some posters. And again, I didn't know this was a rock and Kevin Hart vehicle until I saw them do the tortilla challenge. <laughs> That's when I was like, oh, wait, they're the main characters. Yeah. I'm scared that this movie might eventually become like a regular episode on our podcast. Oh, no. We already talked about it. <laughs> I guess we'd have to do it again, wouldn't we? Yeah. Well, would this count? Is this is there sequel bait in this, you think? Uh, I would say... Probably a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's not too bad, but yeah, there's a little Especially bit. Especially since it ends with... The movie ends with them like going off and fighting crime. Oh, yeah. They're doing adventures. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're in the DC universe. A crisis happens. And instead <laughs> a of... A bunch of pets. And just like <laughs> dogs show up and a pig. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't even get the flash. <laughs> yeah. Uh I want to see more of these though. I would and love to see this more. movie did open at number one, but it's like it's. Uh, it what's kinda, it going up against? Yeah, I, I kinda, the thing is, and like, and every movie opens number one. I yeah, like. yeah, basically, because they plan their weekends out. Yeah, it's really easy to look at this and be like, "Oh, look, it's not making any money." But it's like you you got to compare it to the right things. Compare it to other like a DreamWorks other movie, other animated, animated movies. movies. Yeah, not Despicable Me because for some reason like that those, blew up. <laughs> that blew up because. TikTok. Gen Z thought it'd be funny if they all went to go see the Rise of Guru in suits. And then harass the theater staff. I guess. Way to go, assholes. Uh, <laughs> Despicable Me is huge. I didn't know this, but like one or two of those movies have crossed a billion dollars. It's insane. I don't get it because I think I've seen... They're fine. They're, well, a lot I've of seen them are really... one and two. I haven't seen like the Minions movies, but I've seen it. Despicable Me 1, Despicable Me 2. I'm like, they're fine. They're, they're funny movies. They're actually pretty good. Honestly. And that might have a lot to do with it. Actually, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it's the marketability of those, especially with the minions. Yeah. Because, it's, okay, so it's like, like that whole what, thing with like the rabbits with the, the yeah. Rayman thing. Like yeah. one is really good. I th- remember two being pretty good. I saw part of three when my brother came over. I didn't see three. And he was like when it came, it was when it came out it was years ago. He was still little. He's old now. He's going to high school. <laughs> anyway. I remember seeing two in theaters when it came out just because and all i remember is like there was some plot point involving mm-hmm. hot sauce i saw minions on a plane <laughs> and the thing is i was like this movie's pretty funny <laughs> like i enjoyed it <laughs> and i thought it was gonna be bad huh so, maybe i gotta give him uh, another chance yeah, we gotta go see minions too uh anyway do you think back to the black adam post-credit scene do you think this is what the rock was referring to when they asked him last week who do you think would win in a fight, Black Adam or Superman? And he's like, depends on who plays Superman. Maybe. Because he knows he's in multiple things where Black Adam, as portrayed by him, goes sort of up against Superman. We have no idea if Superman's going to be in the Black Adam. No, of course not. But Black <laughs> Adam and Superman in the comics go up against each other oh, quite yeah. a bit. So it's like, he knows he's Superman. Sorry, he knows he's Black Adam, and he knows someone's Superman. So is The Rock basically saying, yeah, I'll beat the shit out of John Krasinski? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, thought, I, I think maybe that's what he thought in the moment. He's like, actually, there's... I've There's so many Supermen. There's, there's multiple Superman that I have or could come up against. So he was just like, well, that depends. But we didn't know that. Because they didn't. And I mean, obviously, they, yeah, if they, they had. They weren't si- going to spoil this. No, but- yeah. But obviously, had they have signed Henry Cavill, they would have just said Henry Cavill there. Yeah. You know, so like we know that hasn't happened yet, or maybe it won't happen, whatever. Like, that depends on who's playing Superman. 
And Boo. Henry Cavill's playing Superman. <laughs> but also, so is John Krasinski. But you knew that because it's on the poster. <laughs> but you're not paying attention to that movie. God. Anyway. So, yeah, it was fun. Good time. Yeah. You want to wrap this up? It's late. Yeah. Final thoughts. You go first. Great movie. You should watch it, honestly. I have an open mind about it, though. Like, it is a kid's movie. It does have a simple plot. There's some stuff in it where it's like, okay, well, that was silly, but like it's a kid's movie, so yeah, of course it's going to be silly. There's a lot of heart in this movie, though, and I'm not talking about Kevin Hart. Nah. <laughs> but like seriously, like there's, there's also a lot of Kevin Hart in this movie. <laughs> there's a lot of Kevin Hart in this movie, too, and his character has a lot of heart, yeah. but... <laughs> But no, like this is honestly this movie was kind of a sleeper hit for me. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Like Same, I went to watch yeah. it, I'm like, oh, we gotta review it. It's a new superhero yeah. release. So I started getting kind of hyped for it. I don't know why. I think it was when you were like, you told me you're like, I think I want to go see League of Super Pets, and I was like, <laughs> wait, do <laughs> I want to? Because I was like, yeah, it's just like a random DC thing. You don't have to take it seriously. Because no. it's like, yeah, there's so much like. And we talked about this, if I don't cut it up into an outtake. At the top of the show, we complained about this Batgirl news, where Batgirl the movie was canceled, right? Like, there's just so much, like, if you follow DC films, like the DCEU, there's just so much, like, negativity, whether it's, like, different corners of fandom trashing on each other, like, yeah, all oh, the Snyder movies suck. You get the suck. Snyder people versus oh, the... the fucking James Gunn move things suck, and, oh, Batgirl sucks. Oh, it's a good thing. People it was didn't cut. like the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Uh, because those are some of the better DCEU projects. Obviously, but there are some people who fit within the the release of Snyder Cut people who, because they're dumb people, because have to it's attack not a Snyder else. movie. Yeah, even though they clearly can coexist, like all this can coexist in the same universe. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And it does. But it's kind of it's just so much fucking negativity like and DC characters are my favorite characters. They're the characters I grew up with. So like I like to see them on screen. I like to see more of them. And this is a very fun thing. You can just go in to see. You don't need any background information <laughs> like no, it pays a lot of homage to a lot of great DC stuff. And then it also just like does new shit like it's still a new original story. You know, like, Ace doesn't already belong to Batman. Like, it's a new original take, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's fun for the whole family. Like, and I mean, that's, I know that's like a cliche. I know that's a cliche, yeah. but like, it literally is. Like, if, if you like DC, you'll love this movie. If you're a kid, your kid's going to love this movie. If you've ever had a pet or a dog, it'll be more meaningful to you. Like, this is a great fun time. Like, yeah. it's not by any means perfect or, fan like, blow you out of the water, but it's a very fun time. It's very funny, very heartfelt, very meta. <laughs> it's everything I could have wanted out of League of DC League of Super Pets, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I think that pretty much covers it. Kind of thing else. Did they make Aquaman look like Jason Momoa? I can't remember. Sort of. It was, like, Did a they? mixture of... Jason Moa and like the traditional blonde guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, because his hair. He had the hook hand and he had the hook hand. I remember that. And it, the tips were blonde. Yep. But and, he had long hair. and he was wearing like the orange. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't love the hook hand, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's it for us. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you to that piano dude for our musical intro. Uh, make sure you guys leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Please 
tell a friend. And if you told a friend, thank you so much for telling a friend. Uh, you can support the show on Patreon if you like the show and you think maybe, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna help them do their thing. Then you can throw us a few bucks on Patreon and you will get exclusive access to our second podcast called Where's Mephisto? Where we look for Mephisto and all kinds of things. Yeah. We just look for Mephisto in Miss Marvel and in uh, Stranger Things and in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we found maybe Mephisto could be in those things. So you have to listen and, 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 and find out basically because I'm not going to, I'm not just going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, if you want to hang out with us also, you can join our Discord. Uh, that server is free, free to join for anybody. That's linked below. We talk all the time. We share memes. Uh, we talk about the latest news. It's really just a breeding ground for the notes that I use for this podcast anyway. So come <laughs> hang out with us. If you want to hang out with us live, you can watch our streams. We stream all these episodes live on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash films from PZ. You can hang out with us like Philly to the J, Arculus. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at films from the Phantom Zone. Find us and argue with us on Twitter at films from PZ and TikTok at films from PZ. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. Birdo, is that are you? Is that it for you? That's it. Yeah. What are we doing next? Next is uh, some Incredible Hulk thing. Are, right? are we finally doing the Incredible Hulk returns? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Or Return of the Incredible Hulk? I think it's Incredible Hulk returns. How long? How long ago did you see that? Like two weeks ago? Three yeah. weeks ago? Okay. Yeah. It's been, it's been a bit. I hope you took <laughs> notes. <laughs> Otherwise. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so guys, we will see you next week with some Hulk stuff. Actually, Birdo, by the way, is going on a vacation, so like in two weeks. Arr. Yep. Okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>